Look, folks, we're not going to joke around this time. In this episode, we're talking about some pizza on the Awesome Cast. Welcome back to the podcast, the podcast for everything awesome, and I do mean everything. Well, the purview of what the awesome cast is supposed to be about is things we find awesome. So, when Basil and Kevin came over and they were like, so what are we going to podcast about tonight? I insisted Mellow Mushroom. I'm Basil. I'm Kevin. And I'm Doug. That's us. And we ate pizza. (laughs) We had pizza, which we'll get into later. However, what you need to get into is our website, awesomecast.com. It's where you can find all our episodes, things about other things besides pizza, but now also including pizza. Delicious pizza. Pizza was pretty awesome. That's spoilers. We'll get into the pizza later. However, we do have a website, awesomecast.com. We've got eh, comments. You can make comments on the things. You can send us emails on it. There's a link to emails. That's awesomecast at gmail.com. Also on the website is our Index of Awesome, where you can check out all of our episodes, all bazillions of them. And we've also got the Facebooks and the Twitters, and I really need to start using those again. I keep forgetting to. And the, the Tumblers. We've got Tumblers. You pronounce it Tumblers. That's, that's how you do it. I guess. I don't know. It's social medias. They're hard. And I don't understand them. I'm an old man. But if you do understand them, please check them out. And maybe we'll we'll use them. And of course, again, emails awesomecast at gmail.com. Please tell a friend if you enjoy about the show. If you want to find us on iTunes, too bad because iTunes suck. But we have a way that you can use us on iTunes anyways. Just check out the website. What do you think about that, Kevin? I think they should check out the website. Do you now? And I think they should forward all complaints to podcast at Chainsaw Buffet. Well, that is very important, because if there are complaints, and why don't you complain about us? I mean, really. I expect at least one email to them about what the hell you're doing reviewing a pizza place. Get on it, fans. <laughs> if- I don't. The pizza place is awesome. They should love this. They should love it so much. They 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 could marry it. Oh yeah. But this is the internet. They hate change. They they'll, they'll you know. So someone's got to complain, just to fulfill the contractual requirements between you and the interwebs. Now that that's probably true. I mean they. Everyone's got to complain about something. So what do you got to complain about? Let us know. Awesomecast.com I know what I have to complain about. We'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Like we're not, But we're not there now. Now we're just busy shooting the, the stuffs, the, the, the wahoozits, the, 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 the poops. Ew. All right, fine. We won't, I mean, you're the one that wanted pizza. But, you know, this is... Ew! 
This is the show number 126. I did check where we're now current, which means that we are coming up. Animal World Order is only at episode 129. At our current rate, we might beat them in total numbered episode count. Uh-huh. We might beat Anime World Order in total episode count. <laughs> it won't be by AWA, but it might be soon after, unless they start recording more episodes. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that they should. You're just saying that they should. But if they don't want us to stomp all over their episode yeah. count with our constant updating every other week. Our special anniversary, we have more podcasts than you edition. Might just happen. Maybe we should, like, invite them over. That would be cool. And they'd be like, well, we were going to talk about this, but actually, we have to have more episodes than you do. How, how do you feel about that, guys? You'd just be total jerks. I, I, oh, no, they're Gerald, Chan, and Daryl Swan, I... <laughs> I, I, Daryl Swan. I, I can't stay mad at them. I love you, Daryl Swan. Like they're, they're the they're the mo- so boyest. So bishy. Like. And I well, almost fell into lava. I need to stop playing while I'm playing Minecraft while we're recording. <laughs> I will point out that you know Daryl and Gerald did get in fact actual Yaoi fan fiction written about them. Well, yeah. Like I'm not joking. Daryl's a bishy. <laughs> But anyways, there you go. Find us on the internet. Speaking of internet, which has nothing to do about the internet, but anime, we got, there's an anime con coming up soon. Anime Anime weekend, Atlanta. In Atlanta. Sadly, I won't be making it to this anime weekend, Atlanta. But Kevin and I will, in Atlanta. In Atlanta. I'm going to be busy. Yeah, in Japan, we know. <laughs> we know. I'm going to be in Japan. I'm going to be in Japan. <laughs> yes, we know. Somebody's going to Japan while the rest of us are stuck in Atlanta talking about those Japanese cartoons. Yeah. Well, you'll be able to just flip a channel. And you'll never, you'll never come back. Mind. And then I'll be watching a random live action show. And there you'll be as the token Gaijin character yep. for the week. I'm going to start off my Man. acting career. It's going to yeah. be great. But anyways, we've got panels at Anime Week in Atlanta, which is kind of funny because the uh, the pizza place we're talking about later on was actually found in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, there we go. Topical. But <laughs> uh, we've got five, count them, one, two, three, four, five, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, panels. My God. Uh, we've got the Getting Your Anime Grooves Back, where we talk about the Japanese cartoons that are cool and interesting, and you should totally watch, especially if you're... Not been feeling the anime lately. I've got manga you should buy right now, or you could buy right now, go buy right now. So that manga, buying it right now, which is good because it's on Sat. That one I think is probably going to be Saturday-ish, so you'll know which you'll have a chance to go buy the manga in the dealer's room. Spoilers: You may want to hit the vertical booth. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Like, there's a good chance that good, good half of that's going to be vertical manga. Because I'm biased. But, and besides those two normal ones, we also have on probably Sunday-ish. Times are not officially released as of this recording. They might be by the time I post the news post. 
they'll definitely be more finally by the time of next time we record, which should be before AWA. Anyways, we've also got one where I have gone through and figured out all the places that I can find where one can obtain manga and anime legally via the internet, usually streaming or downloading or what have you. We've got, and then two more panels. One's all about Shonen and Seinen and Shoujo and Jose. Please come see them. Even if you went to Hamacon, there is new material for everything. Because I am crazy, possibly stupid, and also Kevin's helping me out in this one, this time. <laughs> oh my god, never do that again. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> so yes, either way, we're going to be there. You should too, unless you're stupid head and they're in Japan. Hey, I'm Japan's just, gonna be great. I'm just yes, hoping. It is. I'm just hoping I get to the Thursday night swap meet and get to buy some new random bit of archaic anime crap off Dave Merrill again. It's <laughs> a good time. We're probably getting there earlier this year, so we we should get there in time for such things. And we're gonna be there. But also, there's a good chance that the anime group back panels actually will be on Thursday. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that for sure because the schedule is not released. But there's a good chance that we'll actually be running that anime panel on Thursday. I thought AWA didn't start until Friday. They have... Ugh. Because they actually... Well... Uh, they've been sort of doing a little bit more and more on Thursdays mm -hmm. over the years. Like, they do the Super Happy Fun Sale. Yeah. Where it's a big, um, you know, flea market for one night. Where yeah. you can sell all your old junk if you want to. If you buy a table. Uh, but also, Dave Merrill also would do his, like, old anime classroom. Yeah. And Kennesaw, one of the, the bigger panel room. Mm. Usually a lot of Prince Planet. <laughs> and now they've decided to open it up for some more panel-age. Because usually that's room, that room is one of the first rooms we set up. Okay. So they can actually do some panel work, because people are getting their badges on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so let's give them something. They've got the space. They've already paid for it. Uh, it looks like they're trying, Everything's setting up. Yeah, looks like they're it. trying to experiment with uh, some Thursday night activities, and we're a part of that experiment for you, the con goer who's going to AWA. Be there, or be in Japan, or be in Japan. <laughs> That's your only excuse. If that you're in Japan. is correct. <laughs> you're either at AWA or you're in Japan. And we want pictures as proof. All the pictures of either AWA or Japan. I'll take them. Proof that you exist. We want them. Awesomecast.com. Unless there's a complaints, then podcast at chainsawbuffet.com. Now. Does Chainsaw Buffet send people th their complaints to us? Yes. Oh, have we gotten any? No. Oh. <laughs> well. Well. What up, people who listen to ChainsBuffet.com? Where's our complaints? Yeah. I know they've got to piss somebody off. I mean, they piss me off every time I see them. <laughs> like, goddamn those guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what chainsaw? Buffet. What was that? That was weird. That, that sounds <laughs> just like them. That was like, like if you don't like it. Like Charlie was right here in front email, of the podcast at chainsofbuffet.com. What was that? That was weird. 
and explain exactly how weird it was. Especially we do it like pretty soon before they even get the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what, what weirdness is this? It'd be pretty good. I'm just saying. Anyways. No, they, they know my email now. That won't work again. <laughs> so now it still buries. <laughs> That's a good Or I could just continually start making dummy email accounts so that I can mail them complaints about us. Totally not Douglas Edgy. <laughs> <laughs> moments of awesome. It's a moment of awesome. All right, Kevin, go. Moments of Awesome, where we talk about moments and little little snippets and bits of things in the world that we found awesome. Kevin, go. Well, I actually have a literal moment of awesome, but it's literally a moment. It's not. It's not the second. It's not Sword Art Online. It's not the second season of Sword Art Online. It's not even episode nine of Sword Art. Second season of Sword Art Online. <laughs> It's 11 minutes and 30 seconds into the ninth episode of the second season of Sword Art Online. Which, where they've yet again found a third way to put life and death on the line in a video game. And not to go into too many details, because it's just a moment. Uh, this is a game that's more about shooting with guns. Kind of if Gears of War and Call of Duty had a baby and it was a sandbox. Hmm. Um, but of course, our hero, being our hero, still insists on having a sword. But this is a sci-fi game, so he's got a lightsaber. It's a literal lightsaber. It makes the lightsaber noises. And just 11 minutes and 30 seconds into episode 9, he goes full-on Star Wars kid. Whips out the lightsaber. He's swinging around. He's doing backflips, somersaults, taking bullets out of the air with his magic lightsaber. And I'm not sure if it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen or the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And it might be both. Like, love or hate the series, and I sometimes both. <laughs> it's just, that was, that was special. That was a very special scene. <laughs> <laughs> it touched you in all the right places. Yeah, and actually, honestly, the music's really good in the scene. Like, the, the whole composition of the scene is actually really good. It's just, what he's doing is strange. <laughs> like... It seems far too energetic for what he's actually doing, even if it is taking bullets out of the air. But uh, it's like 11 minutes, 30 seconds, episode 9, second season of Sword Art Online. Just, you know. Just a moment. Of just a moment. Awesome. Just literally a moment of awesome. Um, but uh, in all seriousness, though, it's something that's totally not available through conventional means, but um, there's this Japanese drama that's being fan-subbed, uh, Aoi Hono, or Blue Blazes, it's being translated, and I've completely forgot to look up the manga author's name. Uh, <laughs> Good job, Kevin. Yes. Well, you guys have computers, I don't. Um, Get on but, it. But, it's a TV drama about a, based on a manga author's autobiographical manga, about his time at the Osaka Art University in the 80s where he happened to be bumping elbows with uh, very famous people in the anime and manga industry, including Hideki Anno and two of the other guys who went and found Gainax, well, a few other uh, famous names and faces for the anime industry. And it's a very interesting and humorous series that's mostly true. <laughs> um, and... and it's 
weird. It's a weird series where the author seems to, like the author seems to realize he was an idiot who didn't really know anything, who was in art college thinking he knew everything. <laughs> and he is so not, like he sees Hideaki Anno as his big rival. I don't think Hideaki Anno knows he exists. It's that kind of story where the main character convinces himself he's awesome and keeps failing constantly and convincing himself he's still awesome because of it. Whereas you occasionally see the antics of the Gynax boys being equally dysfunctional. <laughs> but it's... I am failing at selling the show, I think, and I don't know why. It's like my brain completely shut down on what I wanted to say about it. <laughs> well then, how about let's talk about a different show. BoJack Horseman. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, BoJack Horseman. It's a uh, brand new show on Netflix. It's an animated cartoon about, okay, it's a guy who's a horseman. Half man, head of a horse. In a world where humans and anthropomorphic animals seem to coexist with no question of that this is normal. Well, that is normal. And BoJack Boy. is Bob Saget. <laughs> Or a 90s sitcom TV dad who had a nine, you know, a 90s sitcom TV show where he was the dad, raising three kids, because that's what you do when you're a 90s sitcom with the dad and three kids. Yeah. Then like most 90s sitcom dads, he failed to have a career after that. <laughs> and it's all about his life after having this failed career. But it stars Will Arnett as, as BoJack. It's got Allison Bree and Paul F. Tompkins and other folks. Like, I'm pretty sure Wyatt Snat was in an episode. There was Christian Solon. And it, the show is... It's conflicting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's a... Like, a deep, insightful examination of celebrity culture and expired fame and the life of the actor in that situation... Sometimes it's a laugh-out-loud hilarious comedy, and sometimes it's just horrifying. And it jumps between the three at random. <laughs> it's... It's interesting. I want to say good. I want to. But I'm still watching it. Don't think I'm going to stop. But it's... Yeah. I... Well... I have that a very similar feeling, and I've watched the whole first season. I would watch a second season as soon as it became available, and I'm still not sure if I want to say I like the series. So that's BoJack Horseman. It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but it's definitely an intriguing little animated show. Well, you said the word tea, so Doug? Haha! <laughs> well, I have started dreaming in Minecraft, which means I have surpassed a new level. Both sad yeah. About Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Dreaming Minecraft. <laughs> I'm dreaming in Minecraft now. So, that's a thing. But my actual moment of awesome is still not a moment of awesome. No, 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 no. Moment of F.U. is a separate se separate segment. Then I'm dreaming in Minecraft. That is my moment of awesome. Okay. <laughs> Pretty awesome, actually. Like, you don't think it is, but it, but it is. It, it super is. So, let's say you had Phone Land... And Tablet Land. I'm now playing New Phone Land. Oh, New Phone Land. 
not because my phone is new, but because Minecraft actually, uh, Minecraft uh, the Pocket Edition updated. Mm -hmm. So it's now a lot more like the PC version. There's still, there's still some pretty big differences, but in gameplay, it's in effect a lot more like the vanilla PC edition. Okay. Uh, in the PC edition, I have started downloading the various uh, mod packs. I've actually played online with a few people now, and that's a lot of fun. It's amazing what you can build together that you just wouldn't necessarily think of on your own. Uh, another thing that's real interesting about actually playing with people is everybody has different build styles, and it's actually surprising how quickly and easily you start to recognize other people's method styles for building. Question. Yes. Have you made a Goku? No. Okay. No. We've made, like, houses and, and castles and farms and things. There was one night uh, I was on Twitter, and someone started pleading where there's this one kid who was streaming him playing streaming himself playing Minecraft with a friend, mm -hmm. and they had nobody there, and so some guy started to do a big campaign on, on Twitter to get people to get into his chat and ask him to make a Goku. No, Next thing you know, 15,000 people were, like, in that chat room. Making Goku? Asking him to make a Goku. Oh. So they started making a Goku. Oh, huh. Okay. Well, it's something that you could definitely do in Minecraft. Uh, let's see. But yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun doing that, and yes. Alright. Minecraft fun. Now we'll finish this up with uh, my Nintendo 2DS, because I bought a Nintendo 2DS. You commie. Oh, uh, no. Consumer whore, maybe. Probably. Guaranteed. Because <laughs> I had to fill up my dark pack with Nintendo. Yeah. And you can thank me for that. Because once I decided, I decided this past Monday, before this past, this last week on Wednesday that I was going to buy a 2DS and I was going to get this 2DS because my 3DS XL was falling apart. It was literally coming unfrayed like from like the actual like it felt like the actual piece of like the lit the, the outside covering was coming apart as if it were detachable but it's not supposed to be detachable. So I realized I needed to get rid of it, get it, trade it in while I had a chance to trade something in, get a new system. And I knew at the time that Nintendo had to announce a new system at some point. <laughs> if not this year, probably next year, maybe come out next year. So I'd get a 2DS to hold me over in between. Because I decided to fill my dirt pack from Nintendo, the following Wednesday they announced the existence of the new 3DS and 3DS LL slash XL. You're welcome. Because you know what's going to go on that new system? is Xenoblade. But, uh, well, if we get it in the U.S. We'll probably get it in the U.S. They got a translation. You'll yeah. probably get it regardless. You know, I probably could play through it regardless now. But, I, well, it's probably not, it's probably not going to be region-free, though. No, but they are working on a homebrew channel, which would allow you... Which will not like allow you to pirate things, will allow you to import things. So that might be a thing. However, this is not about the 3D, the new 3DS, which looks boss and awesome. I would definitely get it if I find out that you know Blade Chronicles is coming out on it because I could play that again. I'm talking about the 2DS, and the 2DS is actually pretty nice if you want what the 2DS is offering, which is no hinge. It's a slate form factor. And there's no 3D in the top screen. I never play with 3D. And I've realized that either I'm carrying a book bag or a messenger bag with my laptop. 
or I'm with Anna and she has her purse. I'm never actually now in a position where I really keep my cell, my cell phone, my 3DS in a pocket. It's always in like an actual satchel or purse type thing. So putting it in a sleeve and putting it in a satchel is not any different than just closing the lid. So the form factor is fine and I don't use the 3D so that's fine. The battery life is still good. It still does all the functionality I need out of the 2DS. So it's pretty nice. I'm enjoying it. I'm playing Layton versus Phoenix Wright right now and I can't play enough. I've not played enough to really use as a moment yet, but next week. Oh yeah. It's going to get momented. Of awesomed. But until then, because we're playing with all sorts of things Everything is getting thrown up in this episode, including the order in which we do things like Dragon Quest Minute. So yeah, there is in fact more Dragon Quest news. Who the hell would have thought we would have three episodes in a row of Dragon Quest Minutes? I didn't. I kind of did when I, when we started talking about having a Final Fantasy fourteen. Then I figured you were going to start doing it more often. No, there is more actual news. <laughs> they announced a Dragon Quest Dynasty Warriors game. Because like, everything gets a Dynasty Warriors game. Now, now they do. And it looks just like a Dynasty Warrior game, only it's Dragon Quest. They've also said that we probably won't get Dragon Quest 7 for 3DS because there's too much text. Yeah. Makes sense. But sucks. Japan. Not people buy but we'll probably get Dragon Quest Heroes and I'll buy it because, yes. They also announced an awesome looking silver slime edition of the PS4 yeah. to go with the Dragon Quest now, Heroes. Dragon Quest Heroes, is it actually being made by Dynasty Warriors people? Because I'm pretty certain I saw it described as an action RPG in the trailer. I'm pretty positive that's also how they described the Zelda Muso game, which is being done by Team Ninja, but it's pretty much Dynasty Warriors. So I have a feeling it's probably done by the Dynasty Warriors team. Mm. I mean, everything does. I mean, Fist of the North Star got one, and One Piece has gotten one. Gundam's gotten several. So I'm. this is not really surprising. But man, that PS4 looks really good. Yeah. Really good, really nice. It even comes with a silver liquid slime USB holder. Just to put a, a liquid slime on your awesome silver <laughs> PS4. And I really want it, but there's no reason whatsoever for me to ever buy because I already have a PS4. I barely even look at the thing. I don't... Oh, man. And the controller's all nice and shiny. So it's got a little slime on it. Man, guys, there's slimes on it. Now I bet you're wishing you would put the PayPal thing up to ask for donations so you can get this thing. Well, nowadays it'd be Patreon, but then we have to actually offer things. Uh. And let people provide input on what we do. It's possible. I mean, we might like yeah, let people choose our topics and things. <sighs> yeah. That'd be terrible. Do you want to do a Naruto podcast? Because I don't want to do a Naruto I podcast. I could do a Naruto <laughs> podcast. But I, 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 I'm not going to watch Naruto to do the Naruto podcast. But I'd, I'd feel compelled if we did a Naruto podcast to watch Naruto, and the backers might want to do that if we did a Patreon. Well, what's wrong doing a Naruto? Awesome. Well, it has to be awesome. Yeah, that's year of filler. That's all I have to say. 
So that's been your Dragon Quest Minute. Dragon Quest. Always good for a minute. Or several million minutes. <laughs> also worth several million minutes? MMO is like Final Fantasy XIV, a Realm Board Minute. Lightning is back. Striking lightning returns to Eorzea. In an event they've done twice now, but this is the first time we got to do it. Uh, this is part of the series of events that they're doing, all sort of the month-long, or two-month-long, really, celebration of... It's now been a year since Eorzea has... It's been a year been since, re- they, yeah, since they reborn. That's it's been right. a year. <laughs> a year of Final Fantasy fourteen, not sucking ass. <laughs> uh, that being pretty amazing. Yeah, and so this event is this event is back, and it's pretty popular. It seems to be pretty popular, or at least there were eighty million people camping every single one of the event fates mm. when I was. Why did this morning there wasn't a whole lot of people around, but there were still people around. Yeah, uh, I hate the lightning figure. In the, it's in the model. The, the model that's in the game. Uh, she just when you compare her to like the normal higher females that are around, she looks too skinny and her head looks too big. Like it, it looks, she looks unsettling. Like lightning from her own game. Yeah, and it doesn't quite mesh with the character aesthetic of fourteen. Yeah, fourteen's a little more proportional, a little more realistic. Like higher, just in case you don't know, is is their name for humans? Yeah. Like the regular Joe Schmo character in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I really didn't notice it because I have a higher uh, female character I've been playing lately as a, as a tank. So she's a warrior and she's got a freaking awesome battle axe and she runs around and slashes things. It's pretty amazing. And uh, all I know is, you know, it wasn't a fate. Me and Lightning, we fought together, we hung out. Then my character was like, hey, what's up? I'm going to wave at you and moat. Nothing. Like, uh, you know, back you in a moat. You get at the other NPCs for not responding back to you. They don't usually talk to me. But Lightning <laughs> says something after every fate. And she just walks off. So I'm just going to walk away now. Like, well, that's what com- the hell? That's completely in character. But that's what she <laughs> says she's going to do. She says, oh, well, that's funny. I'm still around. I'm going to walk off. <laughs> well, and then I wave and beck it and say, hey, Lightning, what's up? You want to go get some burgers? And she does nothing. Well, she just, like, vanishes. Lightning's a jerk. That's all I'm saying. Lightning's a jerk. It needs to learn to be nicer. I'll, what I actually ended up wondering is, uh, like, after each one of these, she kind of vanishes in a puff of light, and a reward for each little step of the quest is closed. And I keep thinking, is Lightning getting raptured repeatedly? <laughs> well... I, so as part of the event, you do for completing the little event fates, which, uh, what what does fate stand for? Fate? It's an acronym. Finally attacking the enemy. I don't know. Fantastic Adventure Time Extreme. (laughs) It's an acronym for something about real-time quests. (laughs) Fantastic well, active well, time encounter. Your... I don't know. Uh, well, but anyway. Full active time events. Yes, full active close. time events. Uh, anyhow, it's just a mechanic. Of, it's just a mechanic of the game. Uh, it's one of the various ways that you can level up. It's how. It's one of the ways that they do events in the game. Uh, let's see. But as a reward, you do get 
clothing from either if you're a girl you can get lightning's clothes if you're a boy you can get snow's clothes and i do have to say i have put the snow hair on my on my little cat boy and it looks pretty good like it looks pretty good like i, I really like this the snow hair on him but this fate this uh fate did this uh this event did spawn a revisiting of us talking about our feelings about Final Fantasy 13 at dinner today. Short Final Fantasy 13 sucks. Final Fantasy 13 was good and sucked, which made it very, very frustrating. But I kind of loved it. Lightning Returns was amazing, but getting there is a slog if you're consider it necessary to see the first two parts. But I basically like the whole thing. Basically, like. It tips over the line between like and hate a little bit on the like side, like as an overall, like that whole series. Yeah, I'm just I'm just frustrated with it. Like I think I do deep down have an affection for it, but like I was even telling you how I actually kind of want to go back and play it, but I just don't don't want to play through a tutorial for thirty minutes. Thirty, not thirty minutes. Thirty minutes would be completely 30 tolerable. Hours. It's thirty. <laughs> Hours of tutorial I just don't want to do again. If they had some sort of new game plus uh, where I could just like restart it and go through the story, which I don't even know why I want to go through the story because the story was the thing that frustrates me about the characters. The snow get punched in the face over and over. Possibly. Possibly. Now we're moving on to our next set before we get to the final, you know, actual segment. Which is the moments of F.U. Hey, kids. It's time to use the F word. Fuck! Fuck limit. Fuck giant. Fuck laughing. Fuck trying. Fuck cursing. But mostly fuck you. Fuck love, hate, and friends. Fuck following trends. Fuck this song. Can't wait till it ends. Fuck everything. But fuck you the most. Fuck everyone. But fuck you the most. With a big rusty pole or a splintering post. Fuck you, the most. Fuck you. Fuck you, moments. Fuck you. It's a moment of fuck you. Final Fantasy Thirteen sucks ass. <laughs> I'm so mad at it. I just don't like Final Fantasy Thirteen at all. I think the characters are stupid. Now, that's where I, I disagree think... with you. I think the characters are actually really good. They just have the unfortunate problem of being located in this terrible storyline. They can't help it that they undergo negative character growth. If they were in a good story, they would be phenomenal characters. They're just in a story that sucks. But they're not, so the characters are stupid. <sighs> the plot's stupider. The music's good. Give me the music. And the gameplay should be fun, but it's like Gal Gygar the game, but in a bad way. The gameplay, once they let you play, it's so much fun. I had so much fun. It reminded me of, of it reminded me back when I was playing WoW, and I was raid leading. Like, it's a little like that. It feels like juggling other people and their classes and what they're doing, and so it's manageable, but it's fun. But too bad it takes you forever to be able to actually do that stuff. Yeah. Because they've got to gate you every freaking second of the way. And Kevin, if Guy Guy Gar... It takes a lot of episodes to get to the quote-unquote good stuff. And meanwhile, it's a fun but highly repetitive mecha romp. Now, what if it was poop on a stick? <laughs> In video game 4, then it'd be Final Fantasy thirteen. Thankfully, Gagagar is not poop on a stick in video game form. It's a lovable but repetitive mecha romp. It's not that repetitive. It's pretty repetitive. It's not that repetitive. It's pretty repetitive. 
No. Yes. <laughs> like, I actually liked Gal Gagar. I, I haven't seen all of it, but I saw, like, the first 24 episodes. Let's see. Yeah. Or at least I saw something called Gal Gagar, and I, it was my understanding that I was watching the first 24 episodes. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think, because that's right about where it was starting to get good, I think, but... Are you telling me I was just one episode away? Maybe. <laughs> oh gosh, no. Well, I, I like the whole thing. It's, and that's what guy goes, F you. No. <laughs> I mean, I like the whole thing. I, I would I be don't, lost if I went now. I'm not really put off by the episodic but I, nature. I, but, I'm uh, not saying this to say F you to Gagagar. I'm just using it as an, exa- as a, as a, an, you know, alluding to it. But actually, it's, Way better than Final Fantasy Thirteen in that respect. So, there's this TV show that I've been watching <laughs> that I was going to talk about in my moment of awesome. I have since had to retract that. Uh, and that is a TV series called Under the Dome. I think it aired on ABC? I don't know. It aired on one of the major networks. It airs on a channel. It aired on a channel. Uh, currently, you can, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you can see it as part of the Prime membership, yeah. which is how we're we're watching it. Uh, but we were attracted to it because it's a it's an adaptation of a Stephen King book. Uh, Stephen King was somehow involved in uh, was somehow involved in the translation. Uh, it is not it is not exactly one hundred percent faithful to the book in that it is not really faithful to the book in anything other than the names of the characters and the fact that there's a dome over a city and that's pretty much it. Um, Well, really, I have no knowledge of this show. Well, it was also directed, like, uh, Steven Spielberg was somehow involved in it. So, we sat there and we thought, okay, this could be good. It would be the first time Steven Spielberg ruined something with aliens, but we'll (laughs) give it a shot. Uh, and the first couple episodes, we were really good. Like I said, I was almost prepared to talk about this as my moment of awesome this week. Let's see. But you know how some shows, they start really, really good. They start off really strong. And then they just kind of peter out and they gradually... This show takes a shortcut straight into crazy town. Like, I don't know what happened. My theory... And I'm sure if I looked on the internet and did research, I could probably find out, which I haven't done, so I'm just going to spouse my unresearched theory, that I think they must have handed off, like, head script writing to somebody else or something, or or a producer or somebody got, like, more involved than they should have been. Something happened so that the people who who created the first couple of episodes, Mm. I don't think they were the same people who created Uh, episodes... Um, kind of like I, how Charm didn't start to really suck till Alyssa Milano became a producer. Well, <laughs> in the first episode, in, in the first like episode, in, in episodes two and three, you know, the characters, you, you of course you don't know them very well because there's a whole bunch of characters uh, in this, to- you know, there's this whole bunch of characters in this sh- in this town that you have to get to know, and you get the feeling that you're going to be gradually getting to know. The different characters, sort of, sort of like a show, a long-running drama show like Lost or something, where yeah. you have a big main cast uh, because they're all there, and so you think it's going to go the way of it's going to be a little bit like Lost, it's going to be a little bit like uh, Enchanted, not Enchanted. What am I thinking of? Once upon a time. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, but 
you know, a little bit like Once Upon a Time with maybe a more sci-fi twist. But instead, around episode six, the characters just all suddenly start acting stupid. <laughs> like, characters who before were making pretty good were making fairly decent decisions or were behaving in a way that you would kind of expect people to. They were going crazy a little bit fast, but it's Stephen King, so people are going to go crazy yeah. a little bit fast. But, uh, but like, characters who had gone full-blown crazy, like, retracted back into being normal and everybody just forgave it, like, way too easily. It was just too much. And it became unbelievable way too fast. And it actually does kind of almost come around into awesome. And, like, I have to keep watching this because I want to know the rest. I just want to know the rest of what happens. I now don't care that it's bad. Like, the characters can go... I've now just accepted that the characters are all, have all now turned into idiots. Maybe the oxygen in the dome ran out and they didn't know it. And so now they're just running, you know, on... Maybe the dome turns sunlight into crazy beams. Maybe. Maybe that's what's going on. I, I don't know really anything under the dome other than the premise seems really similar to a young adult fiction series I really liked. I think actually predates Under the Dome's novel existence. I but... think uh I think the early I think the earliest expression of this general idea was actually a was actually a uh I want to say Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, that's what I, that's, what I, that's where I was going. I think it was a Twilight Zone episode where I think it was just like a street that they did pretty yeah. much this to. Uh, but, you know, there's been plenty of other things that have done similar things like yeah. this. I just thought this was going to be an interesting take on the whole small town and a little bubble. Can this small town be self-sufficient, cut off from the rest of the world? Uh, it, it does have a bunch of promise. It, it doesn't then... It doesn't fall flat of the promise... It starts to deliver the promise, and then decides that it's gonna juggle antelopes instead. Like <laughs> it's it's so weird and bizarre. It's a little bit amusing to continue watching, but I don't think that I could call it awesome. awesome. <laughs> like I think yeah. it's it's turned into one of those so bad it's almost good because everybody's so sincere and they think they're. Well, ironically, this has made me kind of want to watch it a little bit. So if I, <laughs> if I find myself with a free moment and not knowing what to watch, I may check it out. Yeah, like, ch check it out. Remember, around about episode six, start just kind of laughing at it and you'll be okay. Let's see. It's it's almost like a parody of those kinds of drama shows. <laughs> now, we're actually running a little over time that we normally do at this point. We are? We are. Well, so, I'm going to give you an option. You can either... Save your next moment of FU to really scream at it. Mm. Or you can do it quickly now. No, I really want to scream about Teen Titans. Okay. No. Oh. We'll go at it next time. Oh. No. Get ready for it, Internet. There's a show that could have been awesome, but is really stupid. And it makes me angry. Just like Final Fantasy thirteen. It makes me angry. You Teen Titans. Fuck Final you. Fantasy Thirteen. I don't think it was that bad. Well, well Final Fantasy Thirteen. Problem. That's but... the problem with Teen Titans Go. Is that no one? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we got to stop. We got to stop because uh. it won't start. And that's where I like to be a whole podcast just about hating stuff. 
Yeah. And we're about happiness. We are. We're about happiness and love. Like pizza. Must not hate. Must not Mellow mushroom. Oh. Our favorite pizza joints around oh. that we can go to many places. We'll talk about it after this. This is the awesome cast. If you're looking for a good time, there's a place that you should go. They serve pizza made with spring water dough. Mellow mushroom for you and me. And take one bite and you'll see it will set your taste buds free. Mellow mushroom is all I need. I got that taste of goodness now. It's got a hold of me. Mellow mushroom. In 1974, in Atlanta, Georgia, someone opened up a pizza place. It was really good. It was really good. Then they made more pizza places. Review over. Oh, no. oh, we got more. <laughs> yeah, we got more. <laughs> Talking about this place. Mellow mushroom. Mellow mushroom. Well, this is all co- came out of an excuse because somebody wanted pizza tonight. I really wanted pizza, really bad. Like. Before, like, I forgot it was Wednesday and that we were going to be podcasting today. So I had already made plans to go to the grocery store and get stuff to make pizza at home. But when I realized that it was, in fact, Wednesday and that people would be coming over to my house to record a podcast, I instead craftily came up with a way to go eat delicious, delicious pizza and drink wonderful beer. And that was, hey guys... Let's podcast about Mellow Mushrooms. Let's yes. Podcast. Well, we weren't sure what we were going to be podcasting about, so why not? It's it's awesome, and you know our purview is everything awesome. So let's do something aside from anime and manga and talk about other awesome things like delicious, delicious pizza. So yeah, that's the, that's the <laughs> so that's the origin of how we decided to talk about this Mellow Mushroom. So, Mellow Mushroom is a franchise. There are 150 of them all across the United States of the Americas. Possibly near your town. Maybe. I mean, Huntsville has two of them now. It's Yeah. Uh, they were uh, they were more selective um, like 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were a little bit more selective about, what, about where they had a Mellow Mushroom. I was really excited when they opened up the first Mellow Mushroom here. In Huntsville, uh, and I was somewhat confused when they opened up the second one on the other side of Huntsville. But now that I live on that side of Huntsville, and that's the one I go to, I'm very glad it's there. Uh, but you know, I actually I didn't know until fairly recently that Mel Mushroom started in Atlanta, Georgia. I actually thought it started in Alabama somewhere because the places where I had been to it, I had been to it in Montgomery, and I had been to it in Tuscaloosa. And at both places, the theme was just radically different from one place to another. Uh, so I thought, you know, obviously this is a very small, this is a very small uh, franchise, and and there was just so much like Alabama theme that I actually thought it started in Tuscaloosa. But <laughs> in reality, they just theme every mellow mushroom to be a little bit different. Yeah, uh, the one here in Huntsville. The first one that was built is in Providence, and it has more of a space kind of feel to it. Yeah. Uh, whereas the one that's on south side of Huntsville 
has more of a it has more of a campy kind of well it's space camp well that's what that's what we call it we say it's space camp no but, but it is because it's it's got this heavy camping theme yeah but it also has a heavy space theme yes and Huntsville is known if we're a rocket center we have a thing called space camp where kids can come and learn quote how to be astronauts yes unquote and I realized that that's what they were referring to it's a pun yes and it's as space a space camp and as I love myself some Dragon Quest obviously I love myself some puns and was very happy when I realized it well there's even on the mural that they do oh at every Mellow Mushroom they always do like these intricate murals uh, and they have like little mushroom people yep it's pretty uh, the decor of a Mellow Mushroom is pretty acid trippy it's, well, yes. it's pretty acid trippy. This was founded in the 70s. And it's called the, the Mellow, Mellow Mushroom. Mushroom. Yes. <laughs> Probably in the 70s, you could get a little something extra with your pizza if you knew how to ask. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. You don't know that. I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of suspect. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, does, it does have this very, like, very modern hippie kind of thing. I think it's always had a very hippie kind of thing, but... You know, it definitely keeps it updated to whatever the modern hippie trend is. Uh, one of the things I actually really like about the place is actually the listing of local beers that they have on tap. Uh, they have a wide selection of different beers that you can order, uh, and they've mentioned they tell you where where they're made. If they're made in the state, they tell you what city in the within the state. Otherwise, they just tell you what state. Uh, or if they're not in the U.S., they tell you what country. But there's a, just on this beer menu that I stole, <laughs> just on this one, it has, it has two on tap that are, oh, three on tap that are from our town, Huntsville, and then they have, let's see, uh, looks to be about eight all total that are in Alabama, and then the rest are mostly from Georgia and Colorado and Louisiana. Which is a pretty decent selection. I mean, that that is a fact that Huntsville has like a bazillion comparatively yeah. like craft beer places. You have brewers. That's the word for brewers. Brewers. Then, like I think out of like all the brewers in Alabama, half of them are in Huntsville. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Well, some of the really good ones are in Birmingham. Yeah. Like the Good People Brewery is really good. That sort of also makes sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's just like a little touch that I do like. I do like how they have that availability there. And I do kind of wonder if the reason why Huntsville also got picked is because now that the beer laws, you know, the hops have been freed in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Where we had rager really stupid laws that prevented decent beer to be sold in Alabama. Now a lot of those laws have been repealed, and now we can have decent beer in Alabama. I, I kind of wonder if that helped, you know, spur Mellow Mushroom on to putting one in Huntsville. It was probably more just because of general economics, but I like to think. Yes. So yeah, but, I mean, come on. We're here to talk about the pizzas and the pizzas are pretty delicious. You well, can not, get pizza at the pizza place. It's not just pizza. Uh, you know, whenever Barry goes, he always gets wings because he's not that big a fan of the pizza. Uh, and well, pretzels. He's not that big a fan of pizza in general. 
but he goes there because I like it so much. And so he always gets the wings, and he seems to like that just fine. Uh, and all oh, the appetizers, I love their bruschetta. It's so good. The bruschetta is, 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 is pretty great. Why, well, it's diced tomatoes, basil, not, not me, but the herb, and seasonings tossed in a balsamic vinegar and olive oil topped with feta cheese and fresh basil, the herb, not me, served on garlic toast points and drizzled with a balsamic glaze. It's very balsamic and basil-y, the herb, not me. <laughs> Although this time when we went, we, I did try the uh, muffaletta cheese bread, which was French bread topped with our freshly made three olive tapiande, melted mozzarella and parmesan cheeses, then baked. Why? Felt like I was on the streets of France, listening to assholes talk because they were talking in French. <laughs> and French just sort of sounds as holish, yet delicious, like I was in the Parthenon at Greece. With French assholes. With French assholes, <laughs> enjoying the delicious olive mixtures as they prickled my taste buds. <laughs> delicious. Interestingly, it's apparently a thing in France to come when you come to America. The vac- hot vacation spot in America, according to the French, is Death Valley. That's a weird one. Doesn't make any sense to me. It's because that's when you're French. Because <laughs> they're French. I'm surprised you're not coming to their fe- defense, Kevin. I hate the French. I don't think that's true. I think you like the French. I do not. I do not like the French. <laughs> so yes, whenever you go to a metal mushroom, you can get many different things. They also have salads. <laughs> God, basically, you sound like such an advertisement. And, and hoagies. And hoagies. Okay. And stuff, yeah. But for, well, How would you describe the style of pizza that they serve? God, that's a good question. Like... Well, like, they're round. I, I really like... I really like pizza. If I'm not being a giant... If I'm not being a giant, like... Anime nerd Japanophile... Uh, if I'm not being a gigantic Japanophile, then I would probably say that pizza would be my favorite food. If I'm being a gigantic Japanophile, then uh, sukiyaki is going to be my favorite food. But Damn right. <laughs> it just depends on how I'm feeling at the moment. How Japanese yeah, do I feel? I, re- I have almost identical sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> just, just how Japanese do I feel like being? Uh, no, but otherwise it's pizza. And I really like their pizza. There are other places around town that I like that I like too. Like I really liked Tora's. Even though I call it Big Ed's terrible pizza, I really like Big Ed's pizza. Big Ed's pizza is great, even if we do call it Big Ed's terrible pizza amongst ourselves. <laughs> it's it's affectionate. It's affectionate. It's affectionate terrible. <laughs> uh, let's it's like a good beer and pizza RPG section pizza. Like, <laughs> I almost want to call it artisanal pizza. Mm, I'm but... sure there's a technical... I mean, it's not... Well, if it's my, a lot of my criteria, the crust is not too thick. It's not overly cheesy. Well, um, uh, when Barry had some of his family down here, 
down here visiting, uh, you know, they were asking us what do they have around that's good. And one of the places I took them was actually the Mellow Mushroom, and he had some of our southern pizza, and and it was and he kept going on raving about how good it was. And I was like, well, yeah, the Mellow Mushroom's a good chain, but we have other good places too. But I didn't really understand why he kept going on about how how great it was. And then I went. And then I went to visit his family up in the godless north. And, <laughs> and, and they took me to a pizza place there. And it was it was good pizza. But it it was real traditional New York style pizza. Like it was it was flat. I could see the pools of grease just sitting on top of it. Uh, you know, when you picked it up, you really did kind of need to roll it up in your hand in order to eat it, or else it would just flop all over the place out of control and wild. Uh, and I didn't particularly care for it. I thought it was too greasy. That's because so, you were in the godless north. because I was in the godless north. <laughs> uh, I say that even if my faith does not necessarily support or deny the existence of a god. <laughs> <laughs> And I continued to go, and not I continued to, but other times I've gone up to Chicago before, and I really enjoyed having a Chicago deep dish style pizza in Chicago. It was terrible when I tried Domino's deep dish pizza. That was just awful, but... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I hear, like, traditional Italian pizza is radically different as as well, although I've Uh, not tried it personally. Well, Totora's over here, Totora's that's right by my house, says that they're traditional Italian pizza. But I have had traditional Italian pizza, and it is nothing. Again, it's it's nothing the same. It's it's not similar, because in traditional Italian pizza, the bread is baked almost complete, is baked almost completely full. It does, you don't have that dough that has the rising crust on the outside. Right. That's almost a completely American invention. It's something that's present in all the American styles. And so I'm not sure what this style of pizza is. I want to say it's artisanal, but whatever it is, it's really, really good. The, the point we want to make is there is, in fact, a pizza god, and it only lives in the South. <laughs> That's true. I will try New York to take on our pizza. <laughs> our pizza god is greater than theirs. <laughs> I think, And th- Chicago as well. Southern I pizza. I think... The best, and we might just call this Southern Pizza, which I'd be fine with. Yeah, I'm calling the Southern Pizza now. Because the closest thing, based off my research on Wikipedia slash pizza underscore in underscore the underscore United underscore states, mm-hmm. it looks like it might perhaps be closer to Greek pizza. It says it's very popular in New England. Yeah, this might be Greek-style pizza. Mm. It's a variation popular in New England. Its name comes from being typical. The style of pizzeria is owned by Greek immigrants. It is a thicker, chewier crust and baked in a pan in the pizza oven. So directly on the bricks. Don't know if that's true. Yeah, if you if you watch and you can, mm-hmm. at, uh, at uh, Mellow Mushroom... And the other places I've mentioned, you can watch them put it into the ovens, and they pretty much do put it directly onto a stone slab that is in the oven and mm. pull it in and out. So, so that is more of the, the Italian style. So it looks like it's it's sort of like they mentioned that plenty of olive oil, it's kind of part of the topping. Well, mm. they really use the grease pans, crisp press, and this does, they tend to use... The presence of basil. Olive oil. Well, I'm, I'm going to say, it, of course, it also does sort of the California style, which is... 
apparently make use of lots of untraditional, you know, non-traditional ingredients. Mm-hmm. But you can get lots of that here at the Mellow Mushroom. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you were having a... Tonight, you... Wh- what did you have tonight? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Okay. But I, I think it's sort of mixed between California and Greek, but we're going to call it Southern. We're going to call this Southern-style pizza. However, the god of pizza may be Greek, living in the South. <laughs> that, that Maybe that's what's happened. That, that could be. That could be exactly what's happened. I'm not sure which Greek god is the god of pizza, but... I will say that as far as any sort of chain pizza goes, I think Mellow Mushroom's pretty tops. Well, also, even if they are even if they are a chain, the chain is still pretty small. Like It's true. I, I don't know exactly how big their empire is right now, mm-hmm. but if it has started growing, it has only started growing fairly recently. Uh, but otherwise, it was limited to the to, to like Georgia, Alabama, mm-hmm. Tennessee, you know, the southeastern states. Well, I mean, that's where it definitely. I looked at a map earlier today of all the melon mushroom mm-hmm. location. It's very primarily in the southeast. Yeah. And in fact, I think one of the questions actually that we got for this makes sense. And we'll get to why, but mostly because I think he lives up north, and so... And so he doesn't he, know? He doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, speaking of ingredients, you can get both vegetarian and gluten-free You can. That is an option. If you... Well, if you're vegetarian, that makes sense. Okay, I need to interrupt this to, to, to bring up something that I've... About this whole gluten-free thing. <laughs> There's a lot of pe- hate that people have for people who get too hyped up on the gluten-free thing. And I've heard a lot of people get, you know, on these little tangents about the only people who ha- who uh, have gluten-free are people with celiac disease and with lupus. And you know what? I've, I've met two people that have gluten allergies. One of them has celiac disease, and the other one has lupus. And those are the only two people I have ever met anywhere that cares about whether or not something is gluten-free. And so I don't understand where all this, like, hate against people wanting gluten-free things is coming from, because the only two people I've ever seen actually want gluten-free things legitimately needed it. Well, so I don't know what the problem is. It is a diet fad, the gluten-free thing. Is it? Because I haven't seen it actually at all. I've seen it pretty often. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's... <sighs> Unless these two cases are the correct cases where it does matter, and so it's good the gluten free options exist, but for like 90% of the people who get in on this, it makes no difference whether their diet has gluten or not. Well, you know, that's the thing I was thinking about because I've been hearing about how it's a diet fad, but again, I haven't met anybody that's into that fad except for these two people who have the two reasons why they shouldn't have it. They're out there, and they're probably mostly in circles we don't travel in. But, but eh. honestly, the fact that they offer gluten-free stuff is still good. Yes. I mean, in the end, whether or not you think it's correct, whether or not you're right or wrong, in the end, if you want gluten-free, they'll give you gluten-free. And, yeah. you know, if you have celiac and disease are, and lupus, that's great. You can have your pizza. And frankly, there's plenty of people who are vegetarians, for whatever reason they want to be vegetarians... And they've got plenty of options. If you do not want to eat anything that had a face, they got you covered. Oh, you know, that's actually who took me to Mellow Mushroom the first time was my aunt, who was a vegetarian. Uh, we were visiting her in Montgomery, and that's that's where she took me. I do. And I like my eating of things with a face, but if that's not your thing... And we had a great they time. They got you covered. 
And you might ask yourself, what, so what are these ingredients that you can get on a pizza and a mellow mushroom? Well, let me tell you. All of them. Now, that's actually, my dad does not care for mellow mushroom. Uh, well, he does He does like the food at Mellow Mushroom, he just doesn't like the pizza, which is like half the menu. Um, uh, because, as he said, they keep putting mushrooms on everything. Which is true, if you look at most of the pizzas, they do put a lot of mushrooms on the pizza, I guess, keeping the name relevant. <laughs> Mellow Man. Could you just ask for no mushrooms? Yeah, he could. In fact, I think that's what he did last time we were there. I see no, there one mushroom. <laughs> Your grass. <laughs> so apparently you can get a base. You can get like, which is like lettuces and spinach and shredded carrots. God. <laughs> You're just reading the menu. <laughs> you can get fruits and veggies, artichoke hearts, sprouts, other things. Other things. They got the blue cheese and the Daya vegan cheese and the fresh mozzarella and the vegan? Montamore. It's like something pretending to be cheese. I don't think cheese can be vegan. It may. They may have a way that they've made it vegan. I don't know. They have the Kalamata olives, Kevin. They're Kalamata olives and the and probably other olives, but like uh, black olives. <laughs> oh, they're in the specialty fruits. Why they call them on? Okay, and nuts. You can get, you can get, you can get candy cons, Kevin. How about that? Would you like some candy cons on your pizza? You can do it here, Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want some of that? We'll put it on there. We'll put it all on there. All those pecans, candied. <laughs> you having fun? A little bit, yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I have some very specific pizza taste. Yeah, but. like we we did realize that it's very it's very difficult for the awesome cast to do a restaurant I, review. Yeah, I am not really the food critic guy. I, I have I'm if you've never picked up on this, if you don't know me in real life, I'm a picky eater. We for a long time kind of joked around that Kevin would not eat at a place unless it had. Cheeseburgers? Hamburgers. Oh, sorry. I don't like cheese. <laughs> oh, except sorry. on pizza. <laughs> Hamburgers and chicken strips. Yes. Like, if it didn't have chicken fingers and hamburgers, Kevin would not eat there. Well, that is not a 100% accurate. It's like an 85% accurate. <laughs> it's a pretty good gauge on if there's something, if there's going to be something there for Kevin to eat in general. Even if it's not 100% accurate, it's but still... Suffice to say, when I find... in the right direction. When I find something I like, I tend to stick with it. <laughs> uh, I have very specific whereas, pizza taste. Whereas me and Basil are a little bit more adventurous than our... It's true. I will, I will eat most things. Like, it's... For me, it's a case of... There are way more things that I like that I don't like. Yes. I think it's a case where I just have a really poor sense of smell, which just kind of makes my sense of taste also a little out of whack. Yeah. So it's things that everybody likes, just I don't. It's... Well, I also have a poor sense of smell, but I've covered it up with spicy. (laughs) Spices. And apparently for me, I, I guess I have a pretty decent sense of smell. Yeah. Because I like tasting all the things. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I actually am kind of a picky eater, 
but I'm very adventurous for a picky eater. Like, I'll try just about everything. I may decide I hate it and then not touch it ever again, but I'll try it. I don't know. I think you, for a lot of things, it works out for you because you're picky eaters that you don't always want tons of meat. Yeah, it does. Like, you're way more about the, the fruits and the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And I think that just opens you up to way more different things than mm-hmm. wanting only meat. Yeah, it's it's true. So there is that. But we are going to talk about what we have eaten. However, we are going to talk about them as if we were a food manga or anime. As we talk <laughs> about the experience of eating them. Much like I did with the wondrous... Parthenon French assholeness that was the muffalette the cheese bread. Alright. And we'll be right back with that here on the Awesome Cast. cast all about the restaurant Mellow Mushroom. It's a pizza joint. You can find it many places in the southeast. It's pretty much it. But since we went and had it, we're going to talk about it. Besides, we have these was going to be our piece de resistance on pizza joints. Yes. My agreement, unbeknownst to them, was contingent that if we're going to describe our meals... We have to describe them like proper weeaboos should. Which means we have to describe what we ate as if we were characters in a food, anime, or manga. I've never read a food, anime, or manga. Did you see Yakata Japan? No. Then you're screwed. (laughs) Me and Basil will go for it first. Follow our lead. Yeah, I've read half a chapter of Drops of God. That counts. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, it does. Yes. Then shall you go or shall I? You go first. I'll go and then Kevin. Okay. Well, I had the tie-dye. I should point out that these all things have, like, there's a, there are things called the Cosmic Karma, the Magical Mystery Tour. The Philosopher's Pie. You know, the Mellow-Terranean. Maui-Wowie. So, and holy sitake pie. But I had the tie-dye, and there it was. On this field in front of a glorious statue with a man in front of me. Ready to pummel me setless, but that doesn't matter. Because there's a palm tree behind me. And I'm ready. I'm gathering my energies. My hands oiled like those of, of olives. And I gathered... Within myself, my inner cucumbers, and my Roma tomatoes, the Christmas of onions, and I went after him. Tiger! Tiger! Tiger knee! Tiger knee! It's a god from Street Fighter. It's Thailand. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. 
I don't think this would happen in a food manga, but maybe I'm wrong. You're <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That would totally happen in a food That's manga. Totally <laughs> yes, I had a picture of, of Sagat fighting uh, on his stage. <laughs> Just to make sure I got the details right. But no, I had the Thai Thai pizza. It was pretty amazing. It uh, had grilled curry chicken. And, and uh, this, this curry sauce type thing, and it was it was pretty nice. Like I was, it was very, very. I mean, the tomatoes worked. It had plenty of cucumbers. It was very nice. It was very fresh. And I, and I, and I was, I was eating. I was, I was thinking like, oh, tiger, oh, tiger, <laughs> tiger dean. So that was mine. Tiger uppercut. Well, I had. I debated on what to get when I ordered, you know, be, knowing that I was going to be talking about the mellow mushroom. I didn't know if I should get the same thing I always get, or if I should branch out and try one of the different, one of the other specialty pizzas. I decided ultimately to just be safe and go with what I wanted because I wanted it so bad that I demanded that we come here and talk about it on the awesome cast just so that I can come, go there. So I went with what I knew. I ate. Uh, I had the mega veggie, but instead of tofu. I had them put on pepperoni, thus defeating the purpose of it being a vegetarian pizza. It's true. That's actually what me and Doug normally get. Yeah. We Because we really like veggies, but we also like a pepperoni. Like, you know, this pizza was the pizza that introduced me to the idea, just the very idea of tomato, of actual pieces of tomato being sliced up and placed on the pizza as a topping, in addition to the tomato-based sauce. And I love it. And of course, it's just not the same without banana peppers and all the different veggies, like the onions and the black olives and everything on it. But I'm not a vegetarian. I actually do want meat and protein, so uh, I have them take off the tofu and put on pepperoni, making it a pizza. (laughs) Tofu is protein. So... As I bit into this, as I bit into this classic pizza, or what I think of when I think of a classic pizza, with all the with all the veg, with all the vegetables and the delicious hearty meats and the good sauce, I was reminded of a gently flowing, babbling brook next to me. The sound of the the sound of leaves rustling through the changing autumn leaves. Tall trees all around me, but. Despite this, this chilly atmosphere, I'm very warm. I'm very content. I have the heat that can only be generated by the happiness of having your fam- of having your family smiling and laughing, and your friends also smiling and laughing, all gathered around a campfire together, just outside the cozy little cabin in the Great Smoky Mountains. Because pizza is a comfort food to me, and so this pizza reminds me of the situation that I find most comforting. I had a pepperoni pizza. It was pretty good. Damn it, Kevin! <laughs> Damn it! Go off on a magical tangent! I thought tofu had protein, Kevin. Why'd you have a tofu pizza? Why'd you deride Doug for, for twitching out tofu for pepperoni when all you did was have just pepperoni? Damn it, Kevin! Did you want to save all the pepperoni for yourself? Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Now. Oh, the pepperoni will be mine. Go on your magical acid trip about the fantastic pizza that you ate. How good was it? It was like a warm, breeze-filled Tuscany Valley 
with bunnies and squirrels prancing about merrily as I stomp through it in my giant robot, raising the landscape with the beam cannon, scattering the poor innocent villagers. That is my stomach lining because I will have some acid later. <laughs> but okay. yet still primarily warm and happy. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> the Tums. A cascades of chalk. <laughs> of chalk. Burning through me as if I were in school again. And Mrs. Merriweather is beating me with the ruler. Because god damn it, Basil, why won't you do your homework? <laughs> there needs to be a food manga that has the tome sequence. Oh well. <laughs> as, we were jo- as we were joking in the restaurant about our ideas for the magical journey that the pizza was sending us on, I started describing it and Basil just kind of looked around and was like... Doug, you're just describing right here. Because the South of Someone does have that very camping theme. To which I explained about it being a comfort food for me. You know, pizza's basically a comfort food for me. And, you know, I can't help it that that place just has it, also has it set up, like, perfectly comforting. In all ways. Like, a nice cold beer in hand, a pint of beer in my hand, a pizza in the other hand. Sitting sitting in a booth surrounded by like little crackle little crackling like fake campfires and it's true. Of course, the other time we were in the car, we were in the trailer. We were in the trailer. Oh, we actually got to eat the trailer. You know, the original Mellow Mushroom. In order to increase the size of the building, they they bought an old a, an old retired school bus, and they cut it open and they just attached it to the building. So that's part of where that comes from. I think a lot of the other Mellow Mushrooms have things similar to that. Like, I think they tried to build something like a rocket ship at the other one in Huntsville. Um, I don't think it worked out too well. But, you know, I, I do remember they also had different, like, they had, some, they had something similar at the one in, at the one in Tuscaloosa, too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a fairly common thing for a Mellow Mushroom to have a, some sort of vehicle that you kind of can hang out in and eat your pizza. It's true. They've they've got all sorts of different ways you can eat your pizza. Mostly still, I mean, in the end, it's nice, comfy chairs or booths. Yeah. You know, tables. Get silverware. Parmesan on tap. You know how it goes. (laughs) Napkins. Straws. So what pizza on this, Kevin, if you didn't have pepperoni, what will you be eating? Oh, I don't know. Where? Have you you thought about the red skin potato pie? Strangely, actually, I have thought about the Maui Wowie. I could see that, but because, um, well, okay, it's it's ham and pineapple jerk chicken. I don't really like banana peppers, but bacon, cheese, that's all good. And if I do eat something besides pepperoni, I kind of like Hawaiian, like Canadian bacon and pineapple. I, I don't indulge in that often, but I will totally eat that if it's available. Mm-hmm. So you think when you when you would eat it, you'd be like, yeah, here I am in Hawaii. No, I'd be like, here I am. I'm Michael Solosud. I'm voicing that little guy in Space Dandy. Here I pizza. am, rocking you like a hurricane. I'm laying down my fat beats. While in my giant robot. In my giant robot. Raising the country. Raising the countryside. Like the acid reflex is going to come up on me later. <laughs> Needless to say, I love pizza, even though it hurts me sometimes. 
<laughs> Just like giant robots. Just like giant robots. Crazy the countryside. You know, a trick when you're making spaghetti to make it to cut down on some of the acid that spaghetti can cause you is to actually put honey in your spaghetti sauce as a sweetener. Uh, That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't help but notice as I was eating, it felt like when I went to lick my fingers that I tasted honey. I may have just had honey on my fingers from tea, but I think it was in the pizza. <laughs> well, well, like I haven't had any uh, acidy action yet, but mm. I yes. also have some good local honey yeah. if you want. It's also not a hundred percent always happens every time I eat pizza kind of thing. Really, it's just you know for sake of comedy. But um, but I have had some pizzas. Uh, Big Ed's particularly does this to me, where I develop a spit attack as I refer to it I can spit acid (laughs) (laughs) that's not dangerous at all (laughs) no wonder we call it affectionately Big Ed's Terrible Pizza I love Big Ed's Terrible Pizza the pizza's not terrible but it might apparently does terrible things to us (laughs) you may leave no longer human (laughs) There's a little big head in all of us, <laughs> genetically modified. <laughs> but at least okay. Kevin got that sweet giant robot out of it, raising the countryside. <laughs> yeah. So, what what questions did people ask us about the, the mellow mushroom? Questions from internet people like you. We, we're not going to we're not going to take another break. We're going go straight into those. What up? We got questions. We got questions about mellow mushroom. For example, from Detective Jojo. It's Narataki. From the Reverse Thieves. Do they serve Mellow Yellow? Yes. We had to ask, because none of us really drink Mellow Yellow usually. But we forget that we're really big, like Doug and I are really big on Coke. Yeah. And they serve Coke products, which means... Yeah. Mellow Yellow. Like, I, I, I'm... Most places, most places do not have as good a beer selection and also serve food. There are places that serve food... There are places that serve uh, food and do have a good beer selection, but they're usually a lot more expensive than Mellow Mushroom. Mellow Mushroom is not exactly cheap fare, but it's it's not the it's not like it's not like a real ritzy restaurant either. It's just like a good family. No, place. if you want something a little more than takeout, you know, or a drive-through fast food, it's you know. But most of the place. restaurants around about Mellow Mushroom's caliber, and in, in terms of niceness and service mm-hmm. and everything typically don't have as good a beer menu. Like, they may have Sam Adams as their not Miller or Coors option, and that's usually yeah. it. You know. So, so one of the so when I go there, one of the things I get real excited about is having a good craft beer with my pizza. I decided against the beer this time just because I wanted to order an appetizer. Yeah. So, Cure Ruby, or at Passion Tentacle... Or as I like to call the Cure Ruby, Big PT. <laughs> Did you actually order a pizza with mushrooms on it? Yes. Yes. Yes, I, no. I did. Well, I didn't. <laughs> Proving that not every pizza has mushrooms on it. Why mine did not, as I was going tiger. Tiger. <laughs> Well, and nor did Kevin's. Yes. I do forget sometimes, though, I don't generally like mushrooms, but I do like shiitake mushrooms. Well, then you should try the holy shiitake pie. I might want to try shiitake mushrooms on it sometime. 
you, you should get that a shot. I actually feel the opposite. Like, I like, in recipes that call for shiitake mushrooms, I like I like having the shiitake mushrooms in there with the recipe as it's being cooked, but I don't particularly like eating the shiitake mushroom itself. Yeah. So odd thing, it's like, I inexplicably, I'm not a big fan of soup, but I like miso soup. Yeah. Eh. Oh, miso soup's so delicious. So good. I wonder if they can make a miso soup pie. <laughs> Well, the miso soup pizza. I bet you they can. I bet that's just a matter of putting the miso sauce on it. I bet. Oh man, I bet well, then you get some of that tofu action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's authentic. Yeah. I don't know if it'd make a good pizza, but it, yeah. it could exist. It could exist. Well, I didn't know that this pie curry would be a good pizza, and I had a slice of hazels, and it was pretty delicious. Yeah, it was. It was pretty baller. I was. I was. I was pretty, pretty happy with it. I almost, for a second, regretted not getting it myself. And then I had a bite of delicious banana pepper. Well, that was the beauty of us you know, doing the, the, the slice swap. Yeah. From Anna, our wonderful, beautiful, amazing editor. Mm-hmm. How the crap am I supposed to find music <laughs> for that? Just go to the 70s. The yep. 1970s has the music you need. Like the Madeline the theme song. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. <laughs> well, we have mentioned giant robots, especially from Kevin in this episode. <laughs> and from Pat's, Pat's Prime. I, I think that you should get dulcimer music. <laughs> Anime? No, pizza. <laughs> pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mellow Mushroom could be an anime title. It could be. It, it could be. And they do have the little, like, mushroom people... Yeah. cartoon characters hanging around on the menu so maybe a little there's room there there's uh, room there for a mellow mushroom anime yeah although it's currently sure. not it's currently a restaurant I would have Yoshi, I'd have Yoshiaki Kawajiri directed and animated by Madhouse oh that would be awesome well yeah because it would be directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri <laughs> and animated by Madhouse <laughs> oh, at this point would it be more MAPPA really I you know mean, for, the, MAPPA, for the spirit yeah yeah the real true spirit of Madhouse has probably moved on to MAPPA at this point and then an action, and then another pertinent question from good old Dylan Babushka at Dylan Wolf. Which mellow mushroom? <laughs> the one in Huntsville, the one on in South Huntsville, off of a road. How uh, is it? Is that four mile, four mile, three mile, whatever? Mile uh, Cecil Ashburn, Four Mile Post, uh, Whitesburg. Jones Valley ish yeah. something. If you don't live in Huntsville, these words are meaningless. Yeah, if you, you know, if you live in Huntsville, I pretty much have told you exactly where it is. If you don't, all those words are meaningless. But that was one we did in South Huntsville. There is also one in more northern Huntsville and the town of Providence. Mm-hmm. It's not really a town, it's more of a district. Now, I've of talked about the neighborhood. I, I've talked about the difference in the decor from one mellow mushroom to another, but. I do have to say, I have also noticed a, lo- a radical difference in pizza delivery time to the table. Like the one in South, the one in North Huntsville, mm-hmm. seems like they have a hard time getting the pizza to you. Whereas I've never had that problem at the one in South Huntsville. I wonder if it's the if perchance maybe it's like the size of kitchen difference. It could be a, a kitchen difference size. Uh, I've also noticed that. Uh, you know the one in the one in Provi- the one in North Huntsville, Providence area. Uh, it's a lot louder in there. Like it kind of has more of a, a party vibe to it, but it's also real loud. 
I think it's because it's not as it doesn't feel as it's spread out. Yeah. Like it has just two big rooms, whereas mm-hmm. the one in South, the one in Southern Huntsville is much more akin to one really big room, mm-hmm. only with lots of like columns and posts and little yeah. bits of wall here and there. Yeah, to there's just structure. more things kind of breaking it up, and that seems to break up the sound a pretty good bit too. Whereas, whereas the one in. Uh, Whereas the one in North Huntsville, you know, it's got that more lasery sci-fi, it's yeah. a high-tech look, you know, and so it's got the big open ceiling. I think there's just more room for the sound to bounce around. It also has those, like, crazy little, like, little laser lights yeah. on the ceiling, so it feels kind of disco-y, only sci-fi disco-y. Yeah. So, your mileage, mileage will definitely vary depending on which one you go to, but I bet you there's a mellow mushroom out there for you, no matter who you are. If you live in the southeast. Yeah. Otherwise, you're out of luck, and chances are you're probably like living like New York, which you have all your crazy New York pizza you think is better than everybody else, even though it's probably just pretty, it's probably pretty good. I mean, it's pizza's yeah. not blessed uh, by the pizza god, but you know you do well, what you, you can. You, you might be blessed by a pizza god. You don't know. It's super greasy. Double Sometimes people want a good good greasy pizza pie. Maybe you know. It's, it is. I don't sometimes. like greasy pizzas. Well, that's why they make paper towels. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Does the job? I don't see why well, people complaining. It's because it's gross. I am not a big. Well, a little bit greasy is okay, but really, really greasy is. Uh, uh, I don't like greasy things. I don't want real greasy now. Mm-hmm. So that was our questions. Yeah. We had answered them for I'm you. Amazed we got questions. <laughs> hey, we, they've. Our wonderful listeners, or at least the wonderful people who follow my Twitter feed who give me questions, regardless whether or not they listen, are all wonderful people, and I ask that you stay wonderful still. So we will be back with our awesomes out of awesome. Welcome back! My god, that break took forever. I know, it's so long. So. What were we even talking about? I don't remember anymore. My neighbor, the Yamadas. No, that's, no ta- that's not what we were talking about. We were talking about pizza. Oh, well, sure. Of course we were. That's totally what we were talking about. Pizza. Yeah. 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 Pizza. Yeah. Yes. Kevin, I, go. I can say, assuredly, awesome. that pizza is four heavenly kings of which one of which is named Pizza and Gal Geiger out of awesome. <laughs> you missed the hand motions, folks. It, it made for great radio. Yeah. You shouldn't talk with your hands around the radio. I'm guilty of that sometimes. Let's go around the room, Doug. I'm going to give mine uh, $12.99 of awesome, which is the price that my pizza was tonight. 
plus tax. Out of awesome. <laughs> Give it tip your weight staff. Out of uh, 150 different locations full of variety of special pizzas and calzones. I also do calzones. The calzones are pretty good. Hey, calzones are just inverted pizzas. Calzones are like, what if what if a wizard came and he touched a pizza with an inside-out spell? It's like journey to the center of the earth, except the earth is inside a pizza. Yes. Out of awesome. Out of awesome. So there we go. Our first ever restaurant review. Hooray! It's only taken us over five years and a hundred episodes to review a restaurant. But I, we've done it. I think we should review more restaurants. The question Not is that off the The question list. is, should we ever tell Mellow Mushroom we reviewed them? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks for listening, folks. This has been your podcast. The podcast for everything awesome, including a pizza restaurant, Mellow Mushroom. Officially awesome. Now that we've talked about it. Yeah, just like the Muppet movie. That's right. First on deck. Awesome cast. What up? Or something. I don't know. Or you cool kids say. That's, I don't know what kids say anymore, dude. I'm so, I'm so crusty. Like the delicious crusted mellow mushroom. You can find us at awesomecast.com. We got the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Tumblers, all the social medias. You can send us emails at awesomecast.com. If you thought this idea was terrible, please let us know at podcast at chainsofafay.com. Follow us on Twitter at awesomecast. You can follow me on Twitter at its basil time. You can find Kevin, follow Kevin on Twitter at twitless underscore Kevin and if you want to follow Doug I hope you're a really crappy corporation because that's the only way you're going to find it yeah I'm going to yell at you that's right just like next episode look forward to it when we complain about Teen Titans Go and probably Final Fantasy 13 some more because my hate for that game only grows greater by the day <laughs> It really does. Oh my god, I hate that game so much. Stop it. We're about love and joy and happiness. Must not hate. Must not hate. Not so overtly, anyways. This is the awesome cast. (laughs) And we are out. Sewer surface.